Hi, and welcome to this episode of I've Got This Kid. I'm your host, Sharina Williams, licensed speech and language pathologist, homeschooling, mom of two, wife of one. Excited to be here another day, y'all. And it is, as always, an honor and a privilege to serve you guys another week as we go into another month. It already feels like this year is going by fast. Here we are in March, and we are going to be talking memory mayhem. For the month of March, we will be talking everything memory from infancy to preschool, and then we'll be capping things off with some proactive tools that you can start using from day one. So this is a ride and a journey that you guys do not want to miss because as always, I'm going to be breaking it down and getting us all tooled up. So world changers, you might be asking yourself, why memory, Sharina? Well, because memory impacts our thinking, our learning, our language, literacy, planning, following directions. You get in the gist, it controls everything. <laughs> Problem solving, reflecting, imagining, and the ability to form a positive sense of self. All that comes from memory. And guess when it starts? In the belly. Yeah, in the belly. You know, some studies show that babies in the belly show signs of understanding their mother's voice and are familiar with nursery rhymes that they've heard over and over and over and over again. And so that just tells you how powerful memory is because in the belly, your memory's starting to form new things, not the long-term stuff, but the short-term stuff. And we're going to get into that now. So I can't wait for you guys again to go on this journey with me. So let's just get right into things. What are memories? Well, memories are things that we hold on to, thoughts that we hold on to, behaviors we hold on to. And there's two types of memories established in infancy. That is our declarative memory and our non-declarative memory. No, you don't need to write notes about this or like take down like the heavy stuff. This is the stuff that you just need to understand to be in the know, like what's going on with my little sugar when they come out, what's going on with their memory? Why is it that they don't remember stuff like two or three years down the line or when they're adults, they don't understand or don't remember, not understand. They don't remember things that happen when they were in the belly or when they first came out. And the reason why is because these two different types of memories are not long-term. Long-term memory has not been established in infancy. And so our declarative memory, it's like the episodic memory, the episodes of your life. Think of it like a TV show. It's like the things that you can recall or the past events. It's little things that take place that you're able to remember. Our semantic memory, these are like the rules, the language rules, the concepts. That's why language is so important at this point, because Sugars at this, at this time are learning how to build up their symbol system or their dictionary in order to understand how by 12 months to start using it. And it also deals with how you relate to people in the world. So you can also have a little bit of emotions or, or things like that. The other piece is our non-declarative memory. That's the implicit memory, the unconscious stuff, the stuff you don't think about like tying your shoes, like automatic, 
automatic movements. Did you know like your body movements are based on muscle memory, right? Because if you don't know that your arm is only supposed to go up and down and you try to bend that bad boy backwards, how good is that going to feel after a while? So it's the memory that happens, the things that happen automatically. Those early memories are happening during that point, learning how to suck, learning how to swallow, learning how to listen, learning how to use those fingers, remembering that when you blink your eyes, it goes up and down and you probably don't want to do it for long periods of time or else sleep is going to happen. That's memory. How to move your feet back and forth. All of that stuff relies on your memory. So you'll know how to do it again and again and again. Because guess what? If you ask somebody, please describe the stages in sucking a bottle. What are you going to say? I have no clue. I just do it, right? So so that's where you think of that kind of memory. Um, And then the emotional memory starts to take place. The familiar smells, mom and dad, stuff like that. Those are all the types of memories that are being built up. And it is crucial that during this time, babies have a lot of these memories. Now, obviously with the unconscious memories, like the the stuff you don't think about, that stuff's automatically happening. But the other stuff, the familiar smells, the language, the semantic memories, the episodic memories, those good events, right? Think about it with the declarative piece. If you recall episodes of your life, do you want to see a bunch of sad episodes or a bunch of yelling episodes or a bunch of fussing episodes? Probably not. You want to remember happy episodes. And when I smell mom and dad, I want to have happy memories or happy feelings associated with that. And so during this time, a lot of foundational stuff is taking place that we so take for granted. These babies are working so hard just to figure out like, what's life? What does this all mean? And how does this all work? And so that leads me to the next thing. Do babies have memories? Well, I kind of alluded to that earlier, right? Remember I said that long-term memories haven't been established, but short-term, yes. And so in a nutshell, yes, little sugars, they have memories. They're little people, they have brains, they have memories. But again, not quite the way that we would think of it. Their memories are established through their observation and their interaction. Observation, root word, observe. What do you see, right? Interaction. What is it like to hang out with different people? What is this experience like when I do stuff to people or when mom and dad are talking to me? That's creating an interaction. And I noticed that every time mom and dad comes up to me, they either do funny stuff because they're silly people or they're talking to me and it cracks me up or maybe they tickle me and I laugh. And then if I make sound, then they make sound back. And so these are the interactions that sugars are starting to learn. And it's through these observations that every time X happens, then Y happens. Every time something happens, then this is the outcome. If mom comes and she goes and makes this face, this grimace face like, then here she comes with the white padded thing and some wipes to clean me up, right? Observation (laughs) and interaction. Every time I whimper in a certain way and my mouth starts moving and I start putting my head and my face in mom and dad's arms, then they come with this bottle. They feed me. They observed. And the interaction is they're going to feed me. So little sugars are learning 
how the world works. When this this kid who's not quite an adult comes up to me and starts rolling me around and doing crazy things to me and is super loud and taking my toys and shaking them on my head and on my face and their zerbers are way too hard, observation and interaction. It's probably pretty funny. Sometimes it might hurt, but I actually kind of like that person, probably a sibling, right? And so they're absolutely making these connections with people around them through experiences around them. And so it's crucial during this time that we are giving them lots of things to observe and lots of things to do so they can start making sense out of it when it's time for them to apply this stuff into their own world. And so it's so funny because research, yes, I'm pulling out the research hat today, y'all. Research says that at two months, babies can remember experiences two days later. Insanity, right? So there was a study that was done. And what the researchers did in a nutshell is they took a mobile toy and they had it to where the mobile toy, the baby could like, it had a ribbon on its foot and it took the mobile toy and it was able to manipulate the mobile toy by kicking it. And two days later, little sugar, whenever it had that ribbon and mobile toy around, started remembering automatically that you start kicking at it and something happens to the toy. For our six month old babies, guess what? They remembered that same activity for up to two weeks. So let's say that on day one Sunday, the the person introduced the mobile toy activity to them and had them kick at it, right? 14 days later, they did the same activity. Sugar remembered that. That is huge because think about it, world changers, between two months and four months, your baby is able to remember and recall stuff from two days all the way to 14 days. That lets you know that memory is so being established. And this is the real kicker. At 12 months, not only are sugars able to recall those kinds of things, but memory has now like taken next level steps. Objects permanence is happening. Separation anxiety is happening. So that means they're getting the quiver lip when mom and dad leaves the room. If you guys want to know what the quiver lip is, you ever seen like the love stories and and like whenever the person goes away that they love, like the little sad love stories, you see the person getting the quiver lip, that little bottom lip starts quivering. That's the quiver lip. So like babies get the quiver lip around that time. And then they also start imitating action so they can hold on to stuff that they've seen, observation, and then they can do it. And they can recall things that don't exist, like mom and dad leaving, hence the separation anxiety, hence the quiver lip. <laughs> so without experiences, we cannot create memory. You kind of get in my drift here, like these observations, these interactions, they create memories and different types of memories are coming into, into play and sugar's relying on that implicit non-declarative memory because they need to learn how to automatically do some stuff at this point. So when it's time to really start learning some other stuff like that heavy hidden stuff, like how to use language, they have the focus and the concentration to be able to do so. And so it's also super important during this time, again, that semantic memory, that language being built up, which is why I always encourage you world changers to talk to your babies. As soon as you know that there's a baby in the belly, start talking, start 
talking because we now know that one, it helps with interaction and attachment. Two, it helps them understand language. Three, it helps them make a healthy connection with mom and dad, mainly mom. They really hear mom's voice more than dad's voice at this point. And so it's super important for us to be talking to our sugars this time. Like we want to talk to our babies as much as possible because the more times that they hear the same things over and over and over again, the more likely the memory is going to stick and that symbol system is going to be created while they're young and for our kiddos who are neurodivergent and that may you know, need a little bit more opportunity or may have difficulties processing information, then we definitely need to give more time, more opportunity, more interaction to different language, to different interactions, to different observations. So that way we're giving them a fighting chance for stuff to stick. This is also a great time to teach foreign language. Because remember, sugar's brains are whatever you put in it is what they are going to think is the norm at this point. And so if you're exposing them and you know doing it in a way to where you're exposing them to multiple languages, their brain is more likely to hold on to that information. That's why I never discourage world changers who are in bilingual homes and trilingual homes to teach all of the languages, because especially at this time, Sugar is going to be able to pick it up and eventually use it and understand it. And so it's most important that during this time that babies are learning through what they perceive and what they do and that their thoughts and ideas are reiterated through consistent interaction and that we make sure to keep things spicy for them. We want to keep things spicy because variety is the spice of life. And the more that we give them exposure to age-appropriate activities and experiences during this time, then the more better they will fare off. And so I'll give you some more tips in episode four for some concrete activities. This episode, we're just talking about the what. Like, what is memory? What does this all mean? What's happening with my sugar? This is really important for us to understand and know. Because if we don't understand and we don't know, then we don't know how to imply this stuff. And it just means... Blah, 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 right? When do these memories start? As I mentioned before, memory starts in the belly, in utero. When baby's baking in the oven, that's when memories are happening. Think about it. If babies can learn mom's voice in the belly, that's a memory being created. If baby is learning vowel sounds in the belly, then guess what? Memory is being created. And I've talked about this before in past episodes, so you have to catch up on past episodes. I'm not going to go into that today. But they're holding on to these memories and they are being established. The only way that you can recognize something is if it is recognizable, which means you recall it or remember it, right? (laughs) So everything that sugar does and learns is creating memory. But again, it's not that declarative memory. There's no long-term recall and it's the stuff really that baby is learning to automatically do, right? So it's like a double-edged sword. Two things are going on, but it's not like in a bad way. It's just two different things going on for baby to be able to establish that foundation to get through life. And think about it. Baby cries, mama comes. By six months, sometimes even sooner, a lot of times sooner, you call baby's names, they turn their head 
or they start blinking. If you show them their bottle, their body probably starts moving and getting all excited, right? If you play peekaboo with them, as soon as you do it after a few times, what do they start doing? Cracking up because they remember the experience from the last time. If you drop a toy and then you look down and then you drop that toy again, watch, they're going to start tracking it. If mom and dad leaves the room, baby cries. Why? Because you're a good memory for them. They don't want you to go. And so it's crucial that we understand how this stuff works and the role that we play. Because the more that we do, again, the more that they're benefiting, not just for now, but for the long run. And so we can play a big role in our sugar's memories. How, you might ask? In language-rich homes, through simple talk and interaction. So many studies show that babies who are happy and more adjusted and more secure about themselves are the ones, when they get older, if they track these same babies, are the ones who have more healthy, pleasant memories, have a better sense of self, and all of that good stuff. So we want to make sure that we are creating good, fun memories, happy times for these babies, good interaction, a language-enriched home, lots of playtime, limit that screen time, and just have fun. Play with them, sing to them, read to them, tell stories to them. Because this is where it all starts, world changers. You guys have that power. And these are my closing thoughts for the day. Uh Uh-huh. This episode is going to be short because you know why? This is just a sneaker peeker into what we're going to be getting into. Because memory at this time, while a lot of stuff is going on, I'm going to start sounding like a broken record. Or like a textbook. If I start going into like the deeper things. But the most important things you world changers need to know is that yes, memory is being established. Yes, you can play a role in that. No, it's not the long-term stuff, but it is the establishment of the short-term stuff that'll build into the long-term stuff. So you wanna build that stuff up now. Eh. My closing thoughts for the day, y'all. None of this costs money. Creating good memories in your sugar don't cost you a thing but time. And this can happen throughout the day. You don't at this point have to structure five to seven minutes a day for sugar. You just need to make sure to be present and give them time all the time, frequently and consistently, and just have fun with them. And during this age, you guys who've already done it, don't throw tomatoes at me. You don't need a lot of toys during this time. This is not the time to go buy a bunch of mobiles and go buy a bunch of things. Just like at this age, seriously, no more than 10 well-intentioned toys. I'll tell you in episode four. My thoughts about which ones are the most beneficial during this time. Now, if you want to go crazy on books, go crazy on books. But hold on, Dr. Seuss, don't go crazy. Please don't pull out like Moby Dick. Like we're not ready for the long novels, but like a bunch of fun, good, squishy books, interactive books. That's fun. And I don't mean like a bunch of push button books, but like a bunch of interactive, fun, nursery rhyme, storytelling, sing songy books. That's perfect. They benefit most from you during this time, honestly. Like the best thing that you can do is giving them that interaction, that FaceTime, that talk time between you and them. And if you want to add a toy to it, by all means, because then you can teach them how to track and what it means when a toy is gone and you're helping build up on permanence and all this other good stuff. So yeah, you can. But again, at this point, you are their greatest asset. 
So world changers, let's get proactive. Let's get proactive because we have so much to offer our little sugars and all it takes is a little bit of time, knowledge and intentionality. The more we nurture our sugars through learning and language and memory, the better we set off that strong foundation for them. Hence the keyword of the day, dun, 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 foundation. Because right now we are setting that foundation for them. And if we set a strong foundation, then guess what? That house ain't gonna break. We can keep building on that. So join us for next week's episode because we're gonna be talking part two of memory mayhem. One day I'm gonna like be more intentional and get like music because my sing songies, they're they're not that great, y'all, but I keep it going, right? But we're gonna be talking about making that toddler work because now all my favorite age is coming up, the toddlers. This is when memory goes next level. We're going to talk about it. We're going to be talking about memory testing. We're going to be talking about risk. We're going to be talking about strategies. I'm going to be here with you guys and it's going to be fun. And I cannot wait. If you have not done so, please subscribe to I've Got This Kid. I love podcasting with you guys. I love hanging out with you guys. And I'd love for you guys to be part of the community. Not only that, if you're loving what you hear, enjoying what you hear, please share it with a friend. Share some episodes. If you're like, hey, I don't want to explain this to you, but Sharina talked about it and it helped my understanding. And so here you go. Or I have a question or my friend has a question. Send that stuff over to me. I'd love for you guys to share. I'd love for you guys to continue to engage and ask your questions and just come along for the ride. Also, if you haven't done so, please join our social media community. All those links can be found below along with all of the sources from this episode because y'all all know. I ain't a plagiarist. So send in those questions because remember, there's no such thing as a silly question, rather an unanswered question. And until the next time, world changers, as we will continue with memory mayhem, making those toddler words. Take care, y'all.